He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... Troy Patrick Farrell. The most interesting man in the world. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to This, That, and the Other with your host, a true rock god. Come on, man. Troy Patrick Farrell. Now get ready because here comes the host. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Troy Patrick Farrell. His name is Mud. Alright, alright, alright. Here we are back live here on this, that, and the other radio show. Dirty Radio.fm channel 2. Dirty Radio Classics. And uh, I am your host, Troy Patrick Farrell, again, live and alive from 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here, right now. Tuned in and turned up. You are, if you are. Another live interview, another new guest. It's just what we do here. We are killing it. And I want to thank all of those that uh, helped out in getting this guest. And uh, that is Mr. Uh, Josie Scott of not only of Josie Scott's Saliva, which uh, just announced a bunch of dates this month and uh, continuing on in the year of 2023, but the original singer of Saliva. He's the guy. We've been spinning some uh, saliva-related tunes, some Josie Scott-related tunes. We're going to go back a little deep into the archives from a band pre-saliva called Blackbone. Found a tune on there I really dug. And uh, I kind of feel like the next song after that, it's called Starting Over. And I feel like Josie Scott is starting over kind of going back to a familiar place. So we're going to talk about all of the dynamics. I got to tell you, from where I stand, it's so confusing because I don't know if it was in a press release or not, but it had referenced all the different, uh, when, when they rebranded as Josie Scott Saliva, they kind of referenced the Rats and the LA Guns and the Lou Graham and Foreigners and did I say Great White and all these bands that have sort of dual representation of the catalog. But the only thing different about this that feels a little different to me is that it's like a love fest between the two saliva camps. And why shouldn't it be? It really should be. We're going to figure out that dynamic because I'm so confused because usually when there's another version of the band that goes out there or somebody is kind of using a similar name, whether it's the original guy or not, um, it creates a little bit of chaos, confusion in the marketplace, and lawsuits happen. And it doesn't seem like that's happening. In fact, Josie Scott, former singer of Saliva, however singer of Josie Scott Saliva and Bobby Amaru, the 
current singer of Saliva, which is also unique in itself uh, that uh, we, and I say we because we all collectively lost Wayne Swinney. I had the opportunity to tour with the new Saliva Camp over the years, and uh, I also had Wayne and Bobby on my show, but uh, just hanging out with that camp, they were always good to us when I was in the band Tantric, and so if you knew Wayne, you lost Wayne, and uh, that's a big gap there. He's a good dude. If you see the outpouring of love for Wayne, it says everything you need to know about a guy. You can say a lot about a guy based on his friends and based on what happens when they leave us. And the response to that, and that response was a wonderful showing of friends, family, bandmates, and fans at a recent memorial. And so Bobby and Josie are talking about doing something together in honor of Wayne. Uh, And we're going to talk about all that on this, that, and the other here at Dirty Radio Dead FM, Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. I got to tell you, I'm used to the, the, you know, the gloves and the ding of the bell, the fights. But uh, no, this is kind of a love fest, and I'm curious if it's going to stay that way, because you know, in rock and roll, (laughs) things happen. But uh, anyway, we'll have uh, Josie Scott coming up in just a little bit. I'm going to spin two and two, two songs and two songs, and we'll have Josie here live on the air, this, that, and the other radio show, Dirty Radio Dead FM, Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. Uh, You know what that means here on this, that, and the other radio show. If you do listen week in and week out, live 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at DirtyRadio.fm. We are Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. You can also just tune in right from DrummerTroy.com anytime you'd like. There's a little saliva there for you. We went old school with some backbone, blackbone, I should say, and... uh, Josie Scott is my guest. He's coming up. We're going to ring him right now. This is the I Need to Ring My Guest music. Please enjoy. Calling Tulsa. Hello? Mr. Josie Scott. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you, Troy? Welcome to the show, this, that, and the other radio show, Dirty Radio Dead FM, and we are on Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics, and uh, right here, right now, live and uh, on your cell phone device or your stereo, or however you hear this dreadful show, we've got Mr. Josie Scott from Josie Scott's Saliva, original singer of Saliva. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, brother. I'm glad to be here, dude. I'm so glad for us to connect. I've, you know, I've been uh, short, sort of rubbing shoulders with with saliva and the music, obviously, since you guys came out. Uh, and I've done some runs myself with the uh, the other saliva camp, as you will. And uh, I kind of wanted to get into the dynamics of how you guys are, are coexisting this way. Um, when the press release came out, you know, originally you had announced that you were going to be doing some material with, with Shade Violent and your band, and I think that includes uh, your son on guitar, yeah? Yes, it does. Okay, and then uh, 
you know, um, Bobby Amaru and his saliva guys, which, you know, by the way, I'm so sorry for the loss of Wayne Swinney. We, it was a big loss for all of us, but I can't imagine uh, what it felt for those near and dear and, and so close to him. So we uh, weekly and, and when, when something had been coming up, whether it was the memorial or whatever, we, uh, we always raised one high and up in the air for Wayne. Wayne was a, a very, very good dude and still lives with all of us. And it's so great that uh, the music will continue on. Um, with with that being said, the dynamic of, uh, you know, Bobby uh, continuing to go out there, making the announcement that they will go out there with the blessing of the family and the blessing of you as the, you know, lead singer of the band in the formative years, uh, then just days later announced that you would be coming out with your own version of Josie Scott's saliva, uh, you know, again, honoring the material of which you have every right to do. But one thing that feels very different to me is that when it was referenced to all the very various 80s acts where there are multiple versions of them that also typically includes a lot of infighting and lawsuits and name calling where this feels completely different can you explain to me that that dynamic of how you guys are existing like this but really coexisting together but separately it's so different to me well i think it starts with all being one big family you know we're 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 not really two saliva camps we're one saliva camp uh, Bobby just happens to, you know, have the second half of the material, which is his material. And I have the first half of the material, which is my material, because I'll be going out as Josie Scott's saliva, uh, only performing the songs that, that I had, uh, to do with writing and sure. recording and were, were part of, I guess, my era uh, is is what I'm going to be uh, going out and doing. Mine's more like a a tribute, uh, like a Broadway show type thing, where I go out and and do a saliva show that's specifically, uh, you know, giving homage to that beginning era, the 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 early 2000s new metal era. Um, and Bobby, you know, obviously will be going out and doing his his material that he did with saliva as well. So there's, there's no infighting. There's nothing but love and respect and, and mutual respect. And I'm dear friends with Bobby and friends with his dad. And his dad was with me, uh, very, uh, close to me when my son passed away in, uh, May of 2021. He was, uh, just right there by my side and, and really supportive. And I got close to the family, uh, like because of that incident, because of that, you know, happening. And, um, so we just been a one big happy family. Uh, we, that's been through a lot of tragic, uh, things, you know, like losing Wayne was something all of us couldn't have, uh, expected in a million years. You know, we thought that, you know, I was going to go on and do a, a Shade Violent record, which I still plan on doing in the future. Uh, but with that happening so suddenly to Wayne, everything just got put on hold. It's like the world just stopped. And when when it happened, the, the first phone call I made was, was to Bobby. And we talked about, you know, um, what what we were going to what we were going to do and and 
uh, at the time we thought Wayne was, was gonna, was gonna pull through and, uh, you know, we were, uh, worried about, uh, his health and how we were going to get him back on his feet. And, uh, then with Wayne, uh, suddenly passing away, you know, things took a, took a, a turn and changed gears and, Bobby put together a beautiful tribute to Wayne, uh, sort of a life celebration that we had there in Memphis and and Wayne in my hometown. Uh, and you know, we all gathered, uh, together with a lot of old friends and a lot of new friends and, uh, mourned Wayne's, uh, passing together. And it was just a beautiful thing. And Bobby did an extraordinary job on, putting that life celebration together and, uh, was just so r- really so very thoughtful and, uh, how he did it and, um, just couldn't have been more beautiful and more tasteful. Uh, and I'm so proud of, of the job that Bobby did with, with Wayne's wife, uh, with Wayne's life celebration. But certainly Bobby has my blessing on going out there and continuing to do his, thing with uh with with saliva uh and i'm gonna go uh do mine you know it's it's there's no there's no uh there's no bad blood or anything to anything like that it's a good thing you know, to, to just go back on how you became connected with, with Bobby's father and, and, of course, our condolences on, on your loss there, um, how, did, how did that come about? Because I feel like that in itself, and forgive me for, you know, kind of just spitballing here, but I feel like that in itself was a precursor to this, this new relationship that you guys have that had it not been for that loss and then this connection to help get you through that, it sort of seems, standing on the outside, correct me if I'm wrong, that it's allowed you to navigate through this other loss in your life, uh, and that being of Wayne. Absolutely. That couldn't be more true. I think that, you know, out of death uh, springs forth life, you know, and I, I know that that sounds pretty crazy to to people that have been through tragic losses like that but you know I, I think that you have to um take the good with the bad and you know there's nothing worse than losing a child i don't believe in this in that could happen to you in this world i mean i remember when it first happened i was so heartbroken and uh just didn't know what to do and i, I just got on my phone and and just googled losing a child and what you know trying to get some kind of find some kind of help or or you know maybe reach out to uh somebody i could talk to about what had happened and i remember googling uh losing a child and google popped back the ultimate tragedy and i just remember agreeing with that feeling and it just being the ultimate ultimate tragedy and and anybody i talk to you know says i can't even imagine you know i can't imagine losing one of my children and i would hate you know it's something you you would hate for your worst enemy you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy you know to go through losing a baby you know and absolutely it's just uh you know but but like i said out of deaths spring 
life springs forth, you know, um, it, it doesn't matter if it's in nature, you know, when, when a tree falls down and it goes back into the, uh, dust and dirt and uh, other trees and, and flowers and, and everything spring forth from that. And I think, uh, when I lost my son, um, seeing, uh, uh, such an honorable man, like, like Bobby, uh, senior uh, reaching out to me uh on i think it was he reached out to me on instagram and we just started to uh you know text back and forth and he was like man i i just want to let you know that that i'm here for you and if you ever need to talk and uh you know we just that relationship was born from that uh, i gave him my phone number and we just started to talk back and forth and because of that relationship that begat the, the relationship uh, between me and Bobby and, you know, me and Bobby started to talk about, uh, even before Wayne had passed away, we started to talk about music and wh how, what we loved about music. And, uh, we talked about, uh, you know, doing some, um, songs together and, and maybe doing some material together and maybe co-writing on some things. And, um, you know, then, you know, none of us could have expected uh, what happened with Wayne. And but I'm so glad, you know, because I, I have my faith, you know, I believe in God and I believe that that God preordained things like that to happen because God sees the begin the, the end from the beginning and the, and the beginning from the end. And I, I knew that those things were put in place because, you know, bare steps of what was going to happen before we saw it and you know after Wayne passed away suddenly not only did I have Bobby Sr. but uh, I had uh, Bobby Jr. there uh, with me as well and I just couldn't have I just couldn't have wished I couldn't have wished for more uh, as far as support and love and being surrounded by people uh, that cared about me and that I cared about as well. Sure. So it sounds like he, you know, obviously knowing his son is fronting a band called Saliva, had heard about uh, the uh, tragedy and, and just reached out to you because he he was uh, he was aware of you and and, and made that connection. Um, you know, there's a couple things with that connection brings, you know, this sort of reunion, semi reunion of the guys at Blue Ridge. Now, originally, there was a lot of talk about, uh, and, and interestingly enough, Bobby Amaru, the singer of Saliva, is kind of one of the guys rallying everybody else to go, hey, it's 20 years, let's let's get Josie back somewhere in the fold, and you guys should go out and do something, um, which that ultimately didn't happen. Can you kind of dig in a little bit as to why that never happened? Because it certainly sounded like a great idea, and it also sounded like everybody was on board with it, especially the, the you know, the, I say new singer who had been in the band for many years. But uh, it's, in, it's just an interesting concept. We just don't see it in rock and roll where other people are willing to say, hey, I'm going to step aside for the greater good of the music and the guys that I play with to have this guy come back. That's a very important part of Saliva. Can you talk about that dynamic at all and, and why it didn't actually come to fruition? Well, uh, you know, we, we were talking about it uh, and we were trying to, to put it together. I think a lot of what happened was was uh, my fault because I hadn't gotten 
uh, back into the music industry. I hadn't been in the music industry in 10 years. It was, you know, like they say, what a difference a day makes. Well, what a difference 10 years makes because (laughs) it was, you know, the technology was really different and, you know, how the business is done is really different. You know, record companies aren't, uh, aren't really, uh, as such a predominant part of the, of the picture anymore. It's more about, you know, YouTube and, and, uh, TikTok and, and all these things. And, you know, I was trying to get certain musicians to help me out. And I was, I was working with, with a couple of different musicians and managers that didn't really have my best interest at heart. I'll say that, but, uh, and then, you know, with my son, uh, getting sick and, and, you know, COVID happening, you know, everything just got insane and and the world just kind of shifted gears and and just stopped for me. And, you know, that's, that's kind of how the reunion kind of just imploded after that. And, you know, we really didn't talk about it for a while. And then after the Blue Ridge opportunity, uh, came i was in a better position to uh to say yes to that opportunity and thank god i did because i i my best friend when wayne passed away my best friend scott uh said man thank god for blue ridge and i I was like i know man i i had no idea that was going to be the last time I would ever get to walk on stage with Wayne Sweeney. And I'm, I'm just so glad that, that we got to play that gig together. But again, I think, uh, you know, I think there are no coincidences and I think, uh, you know, the universe absolutely knows what it's doing. It's been here for millions of years and it's seen human, it's seen human beings come and go. And, uh, I, I think it, when, when you, uh, when you're kind and you try to be loving and, and you treat people with respect and dignity, uh, I think the universe tries to give that back to you. I think you reap what you sow. And, you know, I, I, I think, uh, that things happen for a reason. And, uh, you know, I just think maybe that's what happened with reunion. It, it just wasn't meant to be in that form and that connotation. I don't think it was meant to, meant to happen so um you know if that's the case i'm glad it didn't happen and i'm glad that we were able to to move on and and do something like blue ridge because you know i would have never i could have never predicted or known that wayne was going to lose his life and i was never going to get to play with him again you know going back to blue ridge uh pretty big stage lots of people there and i feel like you were you know just watching it lots of great video out there that you are right home right where you you know are meant to be what was it like navigating a stage with your old friend and uh, a couple new people in the rhythm section with the new singer sitting on the side of the stage just you know handing the microphone over to you and allowing you to do your thing well it it was absolute magic man you know i've played several shows uh with brad stewart the bass player he he was uh he filled in for Dave Novotny a bunch back in the day. Uh, anytime Dave would uh, have a baby or anything like that and have to go home for like four or six weeks, 
uh, Brad would always come out and, and help us out. So I was very familiar with being on stage with Brad. Um, and, you know, just so grateful and thankful to have gotten to be on stage with Wayne Sweeney and loved getting to uh, meet Sammy, the female drummer. She's a, just a dynamo and, and, and such an amazing talent. And, you know, when people are talented like that, it's just like, it's just like butter, yeah, you know, it just, just goes, say it, dude. <laughs> it just goes with everything. But you know, the, the most magical thing that happened was I walked up to the side of the stage and, you know, I had that, uh, nervous performance performers energy. And I, my wife could tell that I was, uh, kind of nervous and, 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 uh, had the, the pre-stage jitters and my, my, my beautiful wife walked over to me and said one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard her say to me is she said, just put your hands in mine and look at me in my eyes. And I put my hands in hers and I looked at her and she said, take a deep breath. I took a deep breath and she said, now blow it out. And I blew, blew it out. And she said, look at me. And I looked at her and she said, you belong here. You belong here. And after she said that, man, it just centered me. And it was just so perfect. You know, my wife works with children a lot and, uh, she's a mental health professional and, uh, she, she works with kids a lot. Well, luckily I'm a kid for life, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I'm a, uh, uh, 18 year old walking around in a 51 year old's body. So, you know, she knew exactly how to reach me and exactly how to encourage me. And I'm actually going to get a tattoo that says, uh, you, be you belong here because it was just such a beautiful moment and, and such beautiful words for my wife to say right before I walked out on stage. And it was just absolute magic. Like you said, it's a huge stage and it's like, a hundred thousand people and it's just ridiculous just absolutely magical rock and roll dream type stuff well what a, what a way to celebrate you guys getting together and and uh sad that it was the last opportunity but uh grateful it was that one on such a big stage with uh such good vibes uh you know you'd mentioned your your hiatus over the years and I had been, you know, checking out a couple other interviews and stuff like that, and and I noticed my ears kind of perked up because my wife is in law enforcement, and I heard that you had worked for the sheriff's department and done some other odd jobs where you were, you know, kind of dipping your toes, checking out Christian music, but you didn't quite get there yet, and uh, the time wasn't right for you to, you know, dive into that situation. So tell me about that sheriff's department gig and and maybe some of the other odd jobs that a Josie Scott's, you know, from Saliva's out there doing. Uh, you know, average Joe stuff? Well, you know, I was so, when I first left the band, I, I just wanted to get healthy. You know, I had gotten mixed up with uh, this doctor that had me on all kinds of different antidepressants. And uh, he had me on medications that I had no business being on. So I had to dump all that in the, in the, trash bin and and come off all those different medications for about the first uh six weeks that i was home and then once i got good and uh clean and healthy from all that i started to you know 
look around and see what I was going to do uh, with my with my time off, you know. And I got into counseling people uh, that uh, were having troubles with with drugs and alcohol. And uh, how I got the gig at the sheriff's office was they were a friend of of my family, and I went over and spoke with them about you know trying to to help out with uh, counseling some of the inmates there. I was able to get a, a gig doing that. And I did that for almost, I think almost three years. And then in 2016, we moved to Tulsa to my wife's hometown. And from there, I, I took a couple of courses and became a peer recovery support specialist. And I started helping out here in Tulsa with uh, veterans and people that were like homeless and didn't have access to drug and alcohol rehabs and I started to help people like that that didn't have the uh, access to different resources and I got to hook them up with uh, with different resources and, and get them into uh, drug and alcohol rehab and and help them out you know it was just it was almost as almost as good a food for the soul as music is you know sure, I wouldn't take sure. anything for it Wow, amazing. That's it's pretty cool. You know, considering a band that's got, you know, some aggressive material and the pit is going and people are bumping into each other enjoying the music, you, you come off as uh, very much of a a, a very deep softy and uh, watching some of the other interviews I'm like, "Oh, this guy isn't what I thought he was at all. He's actually got a brain and has a heart and has emotion and uh, it was it was really uh, quite uh, enlightening to, to really see your take on things and you know all the stuff that you've been through you've you've really managed to to turn your outlook and in, into a very positive way and man you're you've been dodging bullets too even recently so I, I commend you on all that stuff and uh, when you know when you've been down in the dumps you've gone out there to help other people too so it really says a lot about you that Josie Scott I didn't know Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Troy. Thank you. Absolutely. So going from Blue Ridge, you happen to find yourself on another big stage. Uh, how did you come across ending up doing nothing but a good time with the boys in Poison last year? <laughs> you know what? I, me and Brent uh, have been uh, really good friends over the years, and he's always been really supportive of uh, my career and and. Uh, you know my comeback and getting back into the to the mu music industry and every time I, I run into him he he always in, invites me on stage to do uh, you know the encore with him so yeah that was a dream come true to get to get on stage with my heroes uh, in front of a sold out crowd here at the BOK Center in Tulsa and Brett is just a sweetheart he's just kind hearted like that and you know such a good He's just a good, good man. You know, like you said, he's got a, a heart and a soul and he really has a conscience for veterans and for, you know, people uh, that have uh, fought in the military and, and been overseas. Uh, he just has such a, a big heart and uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant businessman. And he's just always been a hero of mine, man. He he's you know kept himself uh at the forefront of rock and roll for uh you know like 30 years and and is just so good at keeping himself 
in shape and, and looking great and relevant and, you know, just, just a brilliant, brilliant musician. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, they're just out there still, you know, the four original guys out there still waving the flag for rock and roll, uh, when he's not doing his solo stuff. So that, that was cool to see you up on a stage, uh, different genre and a little bit of a different, uh, era. So it was very cool to, to see those two get married together and have you up on stage there in your town. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you have any, you know, so Josie Scott saliva and I know you have uh, shade violent. Do you create new Josie Scott saliva music or how, how does that work? How, how are you going to brand this? Is this just going to be pretty much you going out and celebrating uh, the music, obviously that you had a part of that you wrote, sang on and you know, do you, you know, record something new, maybe put a new single representing this new saliva that you're doing? That's a great question. Um, you know, I've thought a lot about that. Um, and for right now, I'm, I'm just going to keep what I call delivering the package. I'm just going to keep, uh, you know, go, uh, it, it's really kind of caught fire, um, recently. And, uh, I'm going to, uh, just tour as much as I can here in the United States. And, uh, we're going to go up and hit Canada, uh, pretty soon. And, uh, hopefully after that, we're going to go over and, and hit Europe and, uh, South, uh, South America. And we're just going to see how it goes. You know, it's, it's going really well. People, the fans seem to be really, really, really receptive to it. And, you know, we're just enjoying, uh, and enjoying the, the nostalgia of being able to go out and, and play these songs and, and deliver the package that people uh, want. And, you know, more, what I love more than anything is doing the meet and greet after the show and having the fans come up and tell me how these songs that we did in the early era saliva really helped them through uh, hard times in their teenage years. Uh, some of them, you know, it helped them in abusive relationships that they were in. You know, it helped them through some really traumatic stuff. And, you know, I think that I believe that music is medication, man. I believe that music is medicine to people who are hurting and people uh, who have been through uh, different kinds of trauma, whether it be war or whether it be uh, relationships or where, whether it be, you know, sitting in your bedroom when you're a teenager, listening to your listening to your parents fight, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm just so thankful and grateful that my music was able to be there for someone when they needed it to be. And uh, my music was, you know, a healing balm to these open wounds that these people have and continue to have. And I just think it's a blessing uh, to be able to bring that music back to those people and sort of remind them of how they healed and how that music was there for them. You know, there can be no bigger compliment to me. You know, people talk about ego and people being rock stars or whatever. I don't really buy into that. I buy into whether my music helped people or whether it didn't. And and that's the bottom line for me is bringing that musical medicine to, to the masses. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Any reason, and, and you know, 
while I do understand that you've given the blessing for uh, the Bobby Amaru Saliva Camp to go out and celebrate, not only, you know, they're going to be out there playing the hits that you wrote and sang, um, but they do have a couple of albums in their back pocket, um, you know, most recently with with Bobby singing those songs. Mm -hmm. Any reason why you didn't opt to perhaps represent it as Saliva on its own and, and just be, I mean, you are, you know, really the last functioning I should say, member of the band, you know, the singer, you know, I, I know that you guys have a couple drummers, a couple different guitar players. I don't see them, anybody of those of, of that stature going out and, and starting a saliva, but you know, you, you were the lead singer and, and uh, from what I understand, a founding member and wrote all those big hits. Why don't you just go out as saliva? Well, because I want to, uh, I, I don't want to confuse the market and I want people to know what they're getting. You know, I was, I was gone for 10 years and, you know, uh, when, when people go out and see saliva, when people have gone out for the past 10 years and they've seen saliva, they've seen the, the era from the Bobby era. Sure. And, and I just wanted to be clear, you know, to the, to the people on which, which, version they were going to get which which one they were going to see if you will you know and if they want to come come see uh the saliva version they they can opt to do to do that and that's all fine and well and good with me and if they want to come see the josie scott show you know the josie scott version then i'm i'm all i'm also all good with that i just want to let them let the people know which which drug they're getting <laughs> right on, right on. Well, you know, speaking of, of new music, and I don't know if this is a new song, but uh, it appears that, that uh, you and Bobby, uh, oddly enough, which, by the way, I, I do root for this. I love that you guys, because, you know, typically when, when bands sort of splinter off or somebody starts a new version and they you know, haven't gone through the legal process yet, there's a lot of mudslinging, but you guys are actually getting together and working on a song, and I read it's called Horizon, and uh, and you, you said it's Wayne Sweeney's uh, swan song can say that three times fast can you um can you elaborate a little bit on uh, wayne swinney's swan song well at the wayne swinney's life celebration several people got up to speak and it was just oh my god it was just heartbreaking and you know but like i said bobby put together this beautiful tribute and had uh the screen behind us on stage was uh, constantly showing different photographs from all the way back when Wayne was a child, all the way up to Blue Ridge, you know, and uh, showing pictures of Wayne, you know, back in the 80s when he was uh, uh, in an 80s band. And uh, he was in this amazing band called TNA back in the day and had lots of pictures from TNA and lots of pictures from early saliva and, and lots of pictures from recent saliva and so on. And after Bobby, Bobby was the last guy to get up and speak. And after Bobby spoke, he played this song and it sort of went with the last uh, photographs that he was showing. And I was just so moved by this song. It was, it was so beautiful and I, I was pretty sure it was Bobby's voice. And I asked him later on, I was like, what was that song? And he was like, oh, it's a song that I've been doing uh, with Wayne. And he said, we recorded that. Uh, that was the last song that we recorded together. And 
it just, I was just, I got chills when he said that. And he said, yeah, that's Wayne's swan song. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he goes, he goes, hey man, he goes, why don't we uh, get in the studio together and you can, uh, you know, write the second verse and the, and the chorus if you want to. And we'll go in the studio and, and record you and me together. And we'll just do the, we'll, we'll do this together since it's Wayne's, uh, Wayne Sweeney's swan song. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go in there and, and, and we'll do this, you know, uh, as the, the beginning lead singer and the, and the current lead singer. And, you know, I thought it was a brilliant idea. It's something that's never been done. And, um, I just, it's it's such a, a a great song and you know i believe at the end of the day when we put our heads on the pillow at night i don't think it matters who you are rock star or not i don't think it matters what your band name is or what your genre or era is it matters that you have songs or you don't have songs and uh that's always been my my theory and my motto is songs 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 and this song horizon is a really special song and i'm going to go in the studio with uh bobby and uh i'm going to write the second half of it you know i'm going to write uh the music is written i just have to write the lyrics to the second verse and uh second chorus and it's going to be it's going to be magical man me and Bobby singing together. No, I think I think it's great, and 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 it's unprecedented in this day and age with you know bands fighting for what what little is left on their plate. So I, I commend you guys for doing that. Now you you said the music is done already. Is will this feature Wayne Swinney on guitar on this recording? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. This is uh, like I said, this is Wayne's swan song. It's his last his last uh, lead. You know, he plays the solo in this song, and it's just unbelievable it's one of the it really is fitting to be wayne's swan song because it is just the one of the best leads he's ever played and even at the end of the song he's just picking around playing this bluesy lead stuff as the song fades out and it's i mean it will give you it'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand up right on is there a time frame for this well the you know, with Bobby's, uh, Bobby's always open. He, he's, he is a, like a dynamo businessman. He, 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 he can get anything done at any time. I'm more slow about things. So, because I'm, I'm just, I'm still acclimating myself to being back in the music industry. So I think in between, um, me being on tour, doing the Josie Scott saliva, I'm going to jump in the studio and, and get it out. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get it done in the next month or so. Right on. And, and you guys have some dates. Uh, JosieScottRocks.com is going to uh, get revamped. And you can go there and put in your email address. So once that is all new and fresh with all the tour dates and everything, uh, you will get an email alert about that. You guys just wrapped up some Texas dates. Uh, it looks like June, July, you've got uh, the Midwest. you got a little Canada. you got some Florida. I will see you actually on August 9th in Sturgis. I'll be there with uh, Gilby Clark, probably playing earlier in the day. So I will be on the side of the stage uh, 
waving and sending you uh, lots of love when you guys open up for Queens Rack there. And uh, you guys uh, will be hitting the whiskey, it looks like, and the East Coast. So all sorts of dates uh, are, are brewing, and the ones that are up there right now are not even all complete yet. So you can uh, – is that is that the best way to, to uh, keep in touch with what you're doing, josiescottrocks.com? Are you guys launching something that's else? It. Yeah, that's uh, that's the best way to get a hold of us. And uh, there's also the Facebook page, and I'm on in, uh, Instagram as well. You can, you can uh, get me on Instagram at uh, josiescottssaliva uh, on Instagram as well. But, yeah – josiescottrocks.com we're so excited to play the whiskey you know that's on my rock and roll bucket list i've oh, never gotten to play right the on. whiskey and i'm so, i'm so excited to play sturgis i've played sturgis several times but it's always a freaking riot and you know opening for queens right is a freaking dream come true and it's the day after my wife's birthday so it's going to be a big celebration and uh, we're just excited, man. We're we're excited to do all these dates uh, with Josie Scott's saliva. It's going to be incredible. And my band, oh my God, you have to come see my band. Not only is my son in the band, but the rest of the band is just incredible, man. My lead guitar player Ben Hosterman is incredible. Uh, my bass player Nine. His name is Nine, and he is just a spectacle to watch. He's a <laughs> cool, total rock star. And my drummer, uh, Justin Barber, is an incredible beast of a drummer. So the band is just top notch. You got to come see it. Absolutely. Well, I will be seeing you in Sturgis. And then uh, for those of you uh, throughout the country, uh, josiescottrocks.com. And of course, check out the Facebook, Josie Scott's Saliva. All the dates that are there are up there now. And uh, if they're not in your area, just wait a second. They will be soon. Um, hey, real quick before I let you go, what's it feel like after, you know, kind of being out of it for all these years to hop in you know the rv or the bus or whatever it is and kind of kind of roll down the road again i is it is it like oh i remember this or is it like hey right on this feels good it it feels amazing man i really enjoy every second of it and i think i enjoy it even more now because i know how to be grateful for it and i know how to be uh thankful more thankful for it and you know, when you're 50 years old, you sort of leave your ego at the door and you just go out and have fun. And I'm getting to do it now with a sober mind and a, a clear head. And, you know, it's just a blessing. And, and I'm just so thankful and grateful to the fans and uh, for people like you, Troy, who are still interested in even talking to me, man. I'm just, uh, I'm so thankful and grateful for it, man. And and I just thank you for having me on the show today. And, you know, it just makes me savor every moment of this. I, I think every day is a gift. And I think life is, is very short. And we're only here for so many sunrises and so many sunsets. And I want to enjoy every mother effing one of them. Man, I appreciate that. Couldn't have uh, ended an interview any better than that. My only request is... 
whatever show you're doing, and hopefully it's Sturgis, one thing I noticed was, you know, Saliva was a very hard-hitting band, is a very hard-hitting band, but man, you went up there in suits and just a get-up, dude, that, like, the threads, I hope you're still doing that stuff, because it really stood out to me, like, hey, this guy's got style, he's got energy, he's got angst, and now I know that he's a hell of a nice guy, too, so uh, I dig it all, man, and look forward to seeing you on the road, especially in Sturgis this August, and uh, JosieScottRocks.com. Thanks so much for coming on my show, dude. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Man, thank you so much, Troy, and I'd love to come back anytime, brother. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'd love to talk to you when uh, Horizon comes out, and uh, I look forward to, to hearing that. So uh, thanks so much, man. You be well, and uh, and uh, we raise one high to uh, all of our loved ones, always. Absolutely, brother. All well, right. thank you so much. My See pleasure. See you soon, man. Take care, buddy. There he goes, Josie Scott from Josie Scott's Saliva. Man, what a great conversation. What a great dude. Uh, positive energy and uh, just great. We all need uh, just <laughs> we just all need some good positive stuff in our life. And I, I love that he's bringing that vibe uh, to the you know the legacy of Saliva and bringing that vibe to their live shows now out on tour and uh, bringing that vibe to uh, this that and the other radio show here at Dirty Radio FM Channel Two Dirty Radio Classics and uh, let Josie tell you some shit about love. The Set and the Other Radio Show. If you missed any or all of this show, it replays on Saturday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at Dirty Radio Classics. You can find this show and the station 24-7-365 at drummertroy.com as well. Of course, our main station website is dirtyradio.fm. And uh, we've got two channels there. We are Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. I want to thank Josie... Oh, Mr. Josie, Josie Scott of Saliva for coming on this show. I think we've forged a new friendship, and that's uh, that's good in this business. And uh, I look forward to seeing him out there on the road in Sturgis in August. Uh, JosieScottRocks.com, as well as Josie Scott's Saliva on all the socials. And uh, we will have him back on when the song, the collaboration between Josie Scott Bobby Amaru and Wayne Swinney come to fruition, a song called Horizon. And uh, it was said to be Wayne Swinney's swan song. All right, I, now I'm going to see if I can say it three times fast. Wayne Swinney's swan song, Wayne Swinney's swan song, Wayne Swinney's swan song. Oh my God, I can do it. <laughs> I can totally do it. I actually look forward to hearing that. It will be the, uh, the last written song and recording by Wayne Swinney. And, uh, I really look forward to uh, hearing that and uh, having him live uh, throughout his music uh, for the rest of time. So looking forward to it. Anyway, kids, I'm out of here, and uh, I wish you all the best. And thanks for tuning in, turning up on this, that, and the other radio show, Dirty Radio.fm, Channel 2, Dirty Radio Classics. Playing the biggest rock bands of all time. Dirty Radio Classics.